Hello everyone, welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I, uh, dude, I have had these, we went to Walmart. <laughs> we went to Walmart like a month ago and I got a $9 pair of protective eyeglasses because all of the protective eyewear that we've had around the house throughout the remodel, it did, a lot of it did its job. I'll recount the story that um, I was pulling nails out of the concrete wall in the basement bathroom and one flew across the room. I was just using a pry bar um, and I ripped out the board and a nail from it went across the room and stuck into the door. And uh, another one had hit me in the forehead. And I was like, oh yeah, but I'll, I, you know, and I put on, I had glasses and put them on, but I always, I do take eye protection kind of seriously. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, they, they'd all been hazed and like grinded up and just, you know, dilapidated. So I got a new pair. Now they've just been moving from countertop to countertop around the living room, which is fine. You never know. You should have eye protection in every drawer. That's a rule in some shops. Eye protection in every container so that you always have it. Dude, I remember in high school they had UV cleaning cabinets full of eye protection and you were supposed to go grab a pair at every shop class start. And uh, a lot of people just didn't, that didn't make an imprint on them, I guess. What are you gonna do? Uh, our salad today had great beans, giant white beans, giant northern beans, all of the above, they were huge. Expressly giant. I think those came from Trader Joe's in red sauce. Um, great texture. Can't wait to use those for more things in the future. I think that a, a critical composure in texture, mouthfeel, ends up being the particle size of whatever you're eating. You know, it, it impacts not only surface area, but of course the... Uh, skin to body ratio that ends up being what most of like crispness or pop those sensations can be attributed to. This was meaty in density, but had like a soft pop to it that I appreciated a lot. I'll have to get more soon. Um, we went on long bike and scooter ride today. Not really long, our standard one, a few miles each way. And um, went to a brewery, a winery. There was like a food truck thing where we had donuts. And uh, I had a hot chicken sandwich. It was really good, great combo. And I had said to Casey, like they didn't have, they put prices for the men, uh, okay. Let me restart. They put menus for the food truck on every table outside at the brewery with a rock on top. And you were supposed to go, ah, good point, right? That's very effective, one would think. And I imagine everyone there today probably did visit, not everyone, but a large portion. There weren't any prices on these menus on the table. The prices 
were on the truck itself. And so I had been speculating, you know, that's kind of dishonest. I could understand that one hand not wanting to reprint them ever and just say, screw it, you know, I'll put the prices on chalk or I can change it whenever I want and I don't want to have to reprint and laminate 50 menus. But there was a dishonesty to me. It came off that way, it made a bad first impression. Where I, would, I like prices on menus. I like prices on menus. But then when I went up to the truck, and uh, I, I knew that they had donuts, and I was like, what kind of donuts have you got today? And he said three flavors. And as he was saying them, I realized I didn't realize, he, I don't know what he said, because I was more piqued by the fact that the donuts were $1.50. And I was like, oh, I'll have all three. I'll try all three of those. Great. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, that's not cheap for a donut, but I think it's cheap for a food truck, right? It's part of the problem about food trucks is they get so expensive. Um, <coughs> what else? Growling. I was wearing my shirt with uh, aliens. Still am, you know. We've been watching a lot of documentary stuff on the border, people crossing, interviews. And it is a crazy situation. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on there. It's pretty wild. Andrew Callahan interviewed a coyote in his most recent video and the coyote was like, yeah, I, you know, I like it being in Mexico. He lives in like a border town on the Mexican side and he was like, I think I'm just gonna stay over here because it's not that different, you know? He was like, I, when I'm in America, I just have like a dead end job. It's just eat, sleep, drink, work. And he's like, being a coyote here, he liked it more. And it's like, huh, interesting, yeah, like, okay. I don't know what else was relevant about that. It, it does seem to be changing though. I think for a long time I could go, oh, these stories about the border are exaggerated or a few and far between and, you know, when they aren't exaggerated. But now it seems to be like the scale that people exclaim that it is. Uh, and there's not a lot of denying that. It's kind of interesting though. Like, you know, what, what will happen there, you know? I remember the migrant crisis in like 2015 after the uh, Arab Spring on Europe. That was no good. So, anyway, fun day, great weather, 60s. There was somebody at the uh, winery we went to, they were installing speed bumps in the parking lot. They had just ordered them from the Uline catalog and they came on shipping pallets and they were just assembling them and drilling into the concrete and then bolting them in and filling the holes, kind of. It was a, you know, assembled instead of poured from concrete. And I was like, wow, actually, I never, that looks pretty doable. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to order those to put in our street in front of the house. Which has happened. People do that. Crazy people who are like, I'm getting a speed bump installed. Anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.